Hi everyone, and welcome to the 171st episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Churro! Hi! And a very, very special guest, we have Emily! Hello! Hi, Emily. Hello, Churro. Emily's new to the show, but Emily, you've, you've been listening to the podcast for quite a while, I understand. Yes, I have. Ten years, right? Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. Let, let's go with that. Perfect. Yeah, so that's that. That's great to know. So yeah, we got Emily on the show today. We're, we're going to be talking to Emily quite a bit. And uh, so anyway, for you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. We release every Tuesday, rotating each week with Final Fantasy Union, and we come out on the iTunes store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and Kingdom Hearts Union's Twitter, which is at KHUnion. And uh, on this episode, we have a three-segment show today. In our first segment, we're going to talk to Emily, get to know her a little bit, because she's going to be joining us on Kingdom Hearts Union from now on. So I hope hope you guys like her as much as we already like her. So and uh, yeah, don't worry, Every, everybody. Everybody loves everybody loves everybody. And on everybody loves new people too. New people is good. And on top of that, hey, it's not a bunch of like curmudgeonly old men like it normally is. I know, got, right? It's we got we got a cute girl that's got a bright perspective on life and isn't beaten down by the weight of the world yet. Yeah, and it, and there's you know there's just no two get off my lawn type of dudes. Get off my lawn! Yeah, that's that's usually what this podcast normally sounds like. It's normally just us screaming at uh, young people. So that th- you know, a young perspective will always help. So yeah, so first episode, uh, or first segment, we'll talk to Emily, get to know her a little bit, and then our next segment, we'll be speculating about E3, because it's about that time of year, guys. Two weeks. Two, oh my oh, god. Like three weeks, actually. Three weeks. Yeah, three, right. three weeks, yeah, from the time of recording. Oh man. So uh, that's that's a lot to take in, and uh, yeah, obviously there's going to be a ton to talk about with that. And uh, finally, we have our question segment. In the way of announcements, as always, if you guys like the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ffkhunion. Our Patreon executive producers are as follows. We have Nahika Blaui, Chris Morales, Zach Duranto, who's at zduranto58, Michael Graham, Barry Norton, who's at Nortron Zero, Thorin Bullen, who's at Massacre23, Tori Patrick, and uh, Emily, if you want to take these next few. Fayez Bilal, Alex Ray Snyder at Alex Ray Snyder, Louis James, Rachel Casterton at Urbian Ray, Mohammed Quam, Zelda Clone at Apes Type Novels, Darren Matthews at Doomster73, Joseph Robertson at Pokemon Chain Dre, Alex and Rachel Troutman, Akira Name Jim, Keith Field at The Mighty Keith. We got we got Billy Jackson at underscore Billy Jackson, Miles Ribbons, Ishbella. Ayala at Red Peppers, Rob Porter at ScortyBurty1, David Calro, Tobias Cappy at the Tobias Cappy, Vita Nitas, Yonic Nod at Yonic Nod. And be a part of the show. Send us your questions to khuquestions at gmail.com. So if you have any questions that you'd like us to answer on the show, if you got any questions for Emily, send, send up a khuquestions at gmail.com. Please do. <laughs> Uh, about uh, uh, about about Kingdom Hearts. About I love Kingdom Hearts, questions. Yes, absolutely. Uh, which, by the way, 
I don't know if I mentioned it to you, Emily, or you maybe you heard it on the last episode. From now on, all Kingdom Hearts 3 spoilers. We're fair game. Oh We're boy. good to go. Everything. And that includes uh, secret ending stuff. That includes epilogue stuff. And that includes all the secret reports. All that stuff. All that, all that nonsense. We can talk it's about all of that. Spoil everything. And DLC yeah. stuff. Yep. Anything we want to talk about. Well, I guess... I guess technically there are still spoiler warnings for anything related to Union Cross just because that's an ongoing thing. So True. We're we're a little careful on that. But Kingdom Hearts 3, we're fine. Good to go. Uh, So moving on from there, the deep dive stream. I'm so sorry. Let me just start with I'm so sorry. This is... This is me, Japanese businessman, getting down on all, all, all fours and bowing to you. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I screwed up. Well, not really. Uh, my PC screwed up. That's that's the real thing. So I'm going to give you a really quick summary of what happened on uh, before the last live stream. I tried to start it. That's that's the sound of my uh, audio interface connecting and reconnecting to my PC because my PC could not supply enough power to run all the USB devices that I had connected to my computer, including my Elgato capture card and my mic and my uh, audio interface and my mouse and keyboard. So if it can't handle those, which I need all of those things to do the live stream, it's like, all right. You know, it's intervention time. Look, look, little computer that could. I know I built you so you could be small and fit into my suitcase and I could bring you to Japan. But I think I've outgrown you and I think you're too old. So I think it's time to throw you in the garbage and I think it's time for me to build a new computer. So um, about $4,000 later, I built a new computer. Yes, I spent a lot of money on a computer but it is the best day in computer ever i also bought a new monitor 4k monitor it's really beautiful and um yeah you know i'm running a, a rtx not gtx an rtx 2080 ti the beastiest graphics card without going titan the beastiest graphics card there is i'm rocking uh intel uh i7 9700k and I've got it all liquid cooled and I've got 32 gigabytes of RAM. Wow. I could have gone 64 and I might at some point cause I have room for six, uh, another 32 gigs. So, you know, don't stop me now. I'm having such an expensive time. I'm having a ball. So yeah, I threw out all my old setup. I got my new setup. Things are looking fine. I should be able to continue on the deep dive stream on May 31st. 8 p.m. Eastern Time. I hope you'll join me there. Twitch TV slash KHUnion. Give us a follow. Anyway, let's start with our first segment. Let's meet Emily. Yay! 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 All right. So this is, you know, I I, I, I said that the the, the title of this segment, very, uh, you know, excited. But actually, you're on trial, Emily. I'm, I'm sorry to say this. You've been arrested. You, you've been Kingdom Hearts Union arrested, and now we're in the court of law, and Churro is the judge. Wait, I am? All, yes. All rise. All rise. Finally. Judge, 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 judge Churro has, has, is taking the stands. All rise for, for Judge Churro. 
All right, be seated. Yeah, be seated. All right, we're all all seated seated now. So, all rise, you know, uh, or not not all rise. Uh, Everyone, today, this is the trial of Emily. We we have to learn about what about her and, and then how she feels about Kingdom Hearts. Judge Churro uh, is here and she, and he's gonna rate each one of the questions that we ask her. She, we're gonna we're gonna get the ratings from Churro of her answers. I'm a bit nervous. But, yeah, you That's know, people okay. say I, I that, go easy. People say there's no wrong answers, but um, there's some wrong answers. Th- there's wrong, wrong answers. answers in my in in my courthouse. Yes. In, in, my in, in Churro's court of law, there are wrong answers, even to questions that are opinions. So, so for, first question, which I hope you're not going to get wrong: where, where are you from in in, in this uh, in, in this earth that we live on? I am from Atlantic Canada, in a very wow. small town. Wow! I have to give the, I'm going to have to give yeah. that a, a C for Canada. <laughs> that's a, that's a C, C for Canada. C for small Canada. Town Canada. <laughs> Wow. Do, do, do they have, uh, so I know certain parts of Canada, certain people have a cutesy way of speaking. Do they have a cutesy way of speaking in that neck of the woods? Yes. Yes. Can, can we get a night? Can we get a cutesy impression of the cutesy speaking so we can all mm-hmm. understand? Well, like something that a lot of people do around here is they'll say like, bye at the end of sentences. So they'll be like, how are you doing? Bye. Like, <laughs> Whoa. Oh, like, okay. That's what they do around here. That is cute. So instead How of you saying doing bye, you say really, bye. It's, really, it's not cute at all. <laughs> it's cute to me. Like, I like it. Yeah, that's one thing that I guess is very yeah. unique around here. That's it's interesting. very funny to hear people speak. Is, do, do they have like a, a particular noticeable accent? Like I know, like yes, like I, to me, it's not that bad. Okay, but like I'm not from Newfoundland. But mm-hmm. like, if you've ever heard of like a Newfie accent, it's like oh, a yes. toned down version of that. <laughs> okay, okay, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, so it's, it's very interesting. So uh, yeah, we 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 have a a very widespread now in terms of time zones. Uh, yeah. Emily and I are literally twelve hours apart. So I think does that mean? I think we might be as far as humanly possible on on the planet. That yeah. that might mean that currently live as or well live live in terms of the recording. I believe there's approximately an entire molten core of a planet separating us. So wow, isn't it great that the wonders of technology, Gotta namely love Skype, technology. Skype can bring us together. And uh, make this show possible. I appreciate that, Cheryl. What do you? How do you? How do you rate technology these days? Uh, I like a B plus. B plus. Yeah, because I agree. I agree. It's fair. good, but yet, you know, sometimes they try too hard. Like folding phones. Come on. Folding phones. Come on. See three D TVs. Uh, come on. Come on. Yeah. The only thing, though, okay, Cher, uh, Your Honor, in defense of folding phones, it was Samsung's fault. That they didn't accurate or they didn't uh, prepare those reviewers and didn't tell them that that screen protector was intended to be on there the whole time and is not a removable screen protector. I rest my case. I agree. Samsung Samsung should have been a, a bit better about that, but otherwise, maybe folding phones might be good one day. Yeah. Look, the the problem is you can't just like leave a, a, a raw screen. You know, 
on the phone. You got to put something over it. You can't just leave the the screen raw like that. So they put like a piece of plastic over it. But then everybody thought, wait, is this a screen protector? And then they just like try to peel it off because they're used to glass phones that don't bend. By the way, kids, glass does not bend. Well, it does bend, but then it hardens there and it doesn't bend anymore. Well, I just so wish you they, want something they weren't such in a rush to put it out because it's the newest thing to do. So. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, let's get back to Emily. Not folding phones. Okay, so Emily, now now that we've gotten the uh, the, the 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 regular questions out of the way, now it's time for some Kingdom Hearts questions. Of course. <clears throat> the first question: Which was your first Kingdom Hearts game? My first Kingdom Hearts game was Kingdom Hearts Two. Oh, I, what do you rate that? No. What do you rate I, that? Kingdom Hearts I Two. That, I give that a B plus because. Um, basically, a lot of people started out with Kingdom Hearts 2, believe yeah, it or not. Like, to yes. be fair, I was two years old when okay. Kingdom Hearts 1 was released. See, there yes. you go. So basically, so it's I got justified. Kingdom Hearts 2 in like, the Walmart bin, like the Walmart like $20 PS2 bin. I'll accept that. I'll accept now that. Now I got Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah, it's justified. Yeah. Juro, Juro, do you do you accept being two years old for a, a, a justifiable reason for not playing Kingdom Hearts one first? Is that an acceptable uh, excuse? Mm, yes, because okay, okay. Um, I didn't play games till I was four. So, okay, yeah, yeah. Thank you. You know, Emily, if you were four years old, that would have been straight to jail, straight to jail. But because you were two, there. you're yeah. off. I didn't even know that Kingdom Hearts two was like Kingdom Hearts two. I like, oh, okay, couldn't okay. read Roman numerals. <laughs> like, I okay, that Churro is reading is reading a valid excuse. Not being able <laughs> yes. to read is that a valid? Okay, okay. Because yeah. because, okay, well, because he accepts it. Well, well, I'm dropping it down from a B plus to B minus now. Okay, B minus. I'm sorry, Emily. <laughs> okay, fair. You, sh- you should be able to read a little sooner. I mean, right. I could read, but I didn't know the Roman numerals. All right, you didn't know Roman numerals. That's the uh, churro. Come on, she could read though. She could read churro. Okay, it's gonna be a B then. Let's okay, regular B. I went right. to eBay and I bought Kingdom Hearts one as soon as I realized that I was playing oh, Kingdom okay. Hearts two. That's fair. That's fair. You yeah. get you, you get sympathy points from me, but I don't know about this judge. All right, moving on from there. Great Question dude. two. You're getting a Z. <laughs> for hosting what, what was your favorite Kingdom Hearts game Kingdom Hearts 2 Churro how, 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 how would you do you do you accept well, this answer Final Mix Final okay, Mix. Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix yeah I give it an sure. A because Final Mix was, was legit it was fine. Yeah, I, I would agree with that I would, I would also ask what about Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix made it your favorite what I think aspect a lot of it, of it is just like most? nostalgia, honestly. Okay, <laughs> this is like that's the fair. First Kingdom Hearts game. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. agree. I wholeheartedly agree. And plus the gameplay and the worlds and the story. You know? Yes. All right. Let, let let me let me just ask you a question. Yes. And this this comes with no salt added. Okay. Where did Riku get Kyrie's Keyblade from? I don't know either. That's the answer. Yeah. I don't know either. That that's what You're keeps right. King, that's what keeps Kingdom Hearts 2's story from ever being my favorite is there's too much unanswered that is, you know. Look, I'm okay with there being yeah, some some things I I'm okay with some things being kind of left open to interpretation, 
these sorts of things, no, no, that doesn't get a pass from me. That does not get a pass from me. Churro, how would you rate uh, uh, the amount of explanation that goes into Kyrie's Keyblade in Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix? How would you rate that? I give that an A. That's an, that's an A. <laughs> that's a Nomura A. Okay, why why do you Nomura like a. it? That's a Nomura A. Okay, that's very yeah, because very, because, very explains, because explains nothing. It explains nothing exactly. <laughs> Literally nothing. Yeah, exactly. All right, so because, that, that, and, that's good. and and I like going against the norm too. I want to be different. Okay, that's that that's that's all I could ever ask for from Judge Juro in in this court of law. All right, so that's 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 good to hear. All right, so Kingdom Hearts two final mix. So we got a little bit of first game syndrome, but I can I can respect that you like the final mix version as your favorite. If if for some yes. reason if for some reason you ever said that the original Kingdom Hearts vanilla Kingdom Hearts two <laughs> was your favorite over final mix, I'm sorry, we'd have to slap the cuffs on you, send you to the asylum. We we would have to be looking for a new host. New host, sorry, that 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 would be an unacceptable answer, but. Final Mix, all right. You're okay with my book. Yeah. I personally cool. like Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, the original first, but I will I will admit. I respect Churro, that. Churro, Churro, I'm going to say this under oath. There might be a little bit of... Uh, but, but you already are under oath. I'm already under oath. Okay, well, double under oath. Your Honor, there might be a little bit of uh, nostalgia as a factor in this, in my assessment of Kingdom Hearts Final Mix. I have since recently... Let, let me just say, this, this is going to be a little bit open up into my life. I've been recently playing Kingdom Hearts Final Mix with somebody here in, in Japan, and it is their first time with a Kingdom Hearts game. And I'm starting to rethink a little bit how well Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, as it as it is on the HD version, I'm starting to rethink how well it is uh, of an introduction to the series. Not... In terms of story, story is fine. Well, yeah. I will not besmirch the honor of the story of Kingdom Hearts Final Mix. However, in terms of gameplay and game design, I'm willing to admit and confess on the stands here that that there there could be room for um, maybe we kind of need a remake a little yeah. you know, kind of sooner rather than later because yeah some of that stuff is a little bit uh i don't know how anybody would figure that out without a guide and i will admit let me confess here on the stands when so i first confessing? played this when i first played this i played with a game pro guide and that's how i got through 90 percent of this stuff. okay brandon you're kicked kid. out of hosting then i'm sorry <laughs> again neff slap the cuffs on you slap the cuffs on me uh, I, I use the guide i use a walkthrough you should have known what to do. I should have, I should have known. I should have been Fake psychic. Fake Kingdom Hearts fan. Fake Kingdom Hearts fan. Totally. Totally. Anyway. So so that that's good. All right. Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix. I can agree with that. That's definitely one of the, you know, if not the best game in the series. One of the best. Uh, no question there. Uh, so next. All right. Th- th- this is a side question and will have no bearing on, you know, your uh, being declared innocent or guilty of your okay. crimes of I don't know what I, I don't know if we stated what your crimes are it doesn't matter but this will have no bearing on your judgment but what difficulty mode is your preferred difficulty mode when going through Final Mix Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix hmm. what is the I preferred always play diff- on critical just because that's what I'm used to now 
Okay. Churro, I, I must say, look, I said before that this has no bearing on her judgment. How can you find this this innocent woman innocent or uh, guilty? You can't find a, a woman that plays on Critical Mode. You can't find her guilty of anything, of any crime. I would say, personally, and this is just my my assessment as a prosecutor, that anybody that plays Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix Critical Mode, they're basically innocent of any crime any crime at all i rest my case i rest my case okay how do, how do you how do you feel about critical mode playthroughs off with our head <laughs> but that's no, that's no, the no, no. that's the right no, mode. no i would say you're you're courageous very yeah, courageous, courageous. Yeah, appreciate First it appreciate time it a kingdom hearts game is usually like beginner like i did that for kingdom hearts 3 and like i really regretted okay. it but, yeah um, <laughs> It's like yeah. it's what I did, I did standard for Kingdom Hearts three. I think okay. it, it's like what Thanos said in Avengers: Infinity War. The hardest choices require the strongest wills. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just look. You couldn't have known, Emily. Like we were all caught off guard by Kingdom Hearts 3's yeah. di- difficulty or lack so thereof. I, like, I don't want to get like stuck on a boss and then be like, I'm not playing this game, so I'm not going to do it on pride mode. But then I was like, this is. There's no nothing to it. Challenge. There's there's nothing to it at all. Yeah. But I didn't I was, play Critical on Kingdom yeah. Hearts 3 yet, so I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah. I will just say, you know, hype, you know, just off topic, uh, when I was playing through several worlds, I was like, I would go into the fight and I was like, ooh, I'm going through these health bars way too fast. Okay, I'm going to stop using a certain ability now. Or, like, I'll stop using fire or I'll stop using this or that or whatever. And I'm literally just trying to, like, give the boss openings to hit me more. Like, that's that's not a fun place to be when you're trying to, like, all right, all right, come on, you, you can hit me a few times, too. It's like, that was yeah. not not a good place to be. Yeah, so... Uh, understandable we none of us were prepared i was fully nope. expecting this to be a very difficult game because like you know coming off the back of a uh, dream drop distance dream drop distance mm-hmm. was pretty hard so i was expect you know birth by sleep also you know it has its difficult moments so i was ho- i was expecting this is gonna be tough so i, I went with proud mode anyway because i assumed that yeah. oh it's probably gonna be easier to unlock the secret ending but then I was like, "Ooh, this is really easy." Mm. Yeah. Oh well. Well, I'm I, I'm also in the same boat. I haven't played Critical Mode yet, so I'll have to give that a try and see how it goes. Every, everything that I'm hearing from people is that they're crying because it's hard. Yeah, and so, that also makes me nervous. So yeah. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, it might be a bit of an over overcompensation on their part, yeah. but we'll have to see. It's like you said, Kingdom Hearts Three was easy. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, you got another thing coming for you. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so moving from there, what was your least favorite Kingdom Hearts game? This is make or break right here. Make or break. Recoded. All right. That that was the correct answer, Churro. I'm uh, I'm sorry, but that's that's got to be correct. Nah, because Recode is one of the best. So, really? Yeah, she fails. She fails. Well, yeah. in my book, you you win. That is the correct answer. But I'm the judge here. You're not. Okay, I'm not the judge, but that's just my opinion, not not unprofessional opinion. Let, let's hear what what aspects of Recoded did you dislike? Everything. Everything. <laughs> to be completely honest, everything. Yeah. Like, I mean, I kind of like the like sprites because I mean, yeah, they're cute. In, like three, five, eight over two days, it looked kind of weird, but the sprites I liked. That was the one yes. good thing. Yes. But like. <laughs> 
the gameplay I didn't like. The story I was like, why? Yeah, yeah, the story just, there's no reason for it. Yeah. So, and yeah, that's one of those things. It's like, in a series like Kingdom Hearts, for you to say, yeah, you could skip this one, that Mm -hmm. says a lot, because you can't say that about pretty much any other game. Unicross? Union Cross. I mean, I feel like Union Cross. You can might skip. Even be a bit you more can. Relevant. You can skip a lot of Union Cross, but like, the, I, I mean, unless you enjoy Aladdin in the desert a lot. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you you can skip all, all the Disney stuff pretty much, just yeah. not the main story stuff. The main story stuff they begrudgingly make very important, unfortunately. Yeah. All right. So that's uh that's least favorite game. So. I guess now moving on into a more uh, recent development. What did you think of the Kingdom Hearts 3 secret ending? And I'll, I'll break this into a couple of questions. So first, what was your first reaction to seeing the secret ending? It was not what I expected at all. Let, let, let me also just ask real quick. <laughs> were you spoiled on it at all whatsoever? I don't think so. I got spoiled. I got a bit spoiled for like the actual ending and like okay. the like Zigbar thing. Okay. But I didn't get spoiled for the secret ending. Okay, good, 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 good. So yeah. so when when you saw Sora waking up in the you know, in Tokyo. You know, let's I was say very Tokyo. surprised. I was like, why is there like a city in Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is happening? I mean, there there have been there have been yeah. cities, but not not like a, a real city. Mm-hmm. Because I was yeah. expecting something like more edgy, like deep dive. And yeah, like birth by sleep. That's more like ooh. But it was I don't know. It was very different. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, where it's Virum Rex, I was like, yep. what? <laughs> this is relevant. Yes. Yes. And then I was like, okay, versus thirteen. Yeah. Okay, and then good. Master Masters and yeah. That's quite a lot to take guard. in. Uh, how did that re recontextualize your feelings on the opening of Toy Story? I was just like I can't believe they did this. Yeah. <laughs> like they I'll really just say for that. me for me originally I thought it was a joke. I thought this yeah. is like I was like is this serious? I thought the uh the Verum Rex video I in thought um be like more to it or like another secret ending i thought i was missing something yeah i thought the i thought the toy story video that we saw at first i thought it was like a parody of square enix games like oh yeah. this is like the generic square enix game that isn't really a square enix game because i was like there's no way they would have a you know a character with you know two color eyes that's so anime that's so like mm-hmm. generic anime they would never do that like that's you know this that's is so obviously Final a Fantasy joke 10 yeah, Final Fantasy X had it. So I just thought, like, this must be a joke. And then, like, nope, look who's laughing now. Namora, all the way to the bank. Oh, Namora. Yep. The thing so, she does to us. So he- he- here's here's some things that I want to wanna ask to you. All right. Sora wakes up. What is the first thing he says after he wakes up? What do you think he's, he's going to say? Where am I? <laughs> okay. I think that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Where am I? Where's Kyrie? <laughs> Where's Kyrie? That's a good one. Uh, let's see. Uh, do you think 
Riku and Veramrex are going to fight. In a deep dive style. Mm, or are they going to be best I don't buds? No, I can't tell if it's supposed <laughs> to be like a friend or an enemy. Like, I yeah. feel like it's really weird. Yeah. Because Yozora, he's just like sitting up there just creeping. And like, he was the protagonist of like Veramrex. So I'm like, he should yeah. be a good guy. But I'm like, he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't look that friendly either. But so he, he's know. also kind of an edgelord, so we'll have to see. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, though. We don't really know too much about what his character is supposed to be other than what we know of Noctis. You know, of, of what we True. knew of Noctis. But you also have to keep in mind the Noctis that this, ver- this Yozora would be based on is not the Noctis we got in 15. It would be the Noctis from... Tetsuya Nomura's version of Versus 13. Yeah, that's edgy. So it would be his version, which, I mean, it's hard to say, because I remember, like, always in interviews, Nomura would always describe Noctis as, like, when when asked, they asked him, like, so is he, like, Cloud or, like, Squall, like, you know, an edgelord like that, like, quiet and and standoffish? He said no. In fact, he's going to be a very different kind of character, a very bold character. He's very outspoken, and uh, if you go, if you ever go back and you want to hear what that kind of a Noctis would have been like, uh, the Versus 13 2011 trailer. If you find one that has subtitles, you can see you can hear what he's actually like, and he's like he's constantly like yelling and like screaming at his friends, and like I mean, to be fair, this is like back in the uh, version of the story where Noctis and the gang are still in insomnia when uh <laughs> the king of Lucius uh <clears throat> gets gets uh gets gets Mufasa'd, so to speak. So it, it's understandable if he's screaming. But uh yeah that's you know it'll be interesting to see what direction they go in for Noctis but uh or Yozora rather. But uh I guess I guess another kind of related question perhaps related who do you think the nameless star is i'm thinking it's a character from union cross but i'm not sure if it's strelitzia or Mm. i can't remember her name (laughs) scold scold yeah yeah Yeah, because i'm not like i'm up to date on union cross but not in depth with it yeah yeah yeah. i'm I'm kind of the same the details of like what would make most sense but i yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. one of them i'm still on the uh on the tinfoil hat side of things where i think this is a new character and I'm, i th- i want to think that but i feel like with nomura i'm like mm. it could be anything it could be anything but i'm yeah. thinking new character i want to be new character I'd unnamed star i think in the same way that yozora is Noctis, I think this unnamed star is Stella. The same, quote-unquote, I can't believe it's not Stella, in the same way that it, I can't believe Yozora is not Noctis. That's what I'm thinking. You might be onto something. Because Stella means star in Latin. Yeah. And this is the unnamed star. And the very first music that plays in the secret ending is the final world music, tying the Yozora secret ending to Final World. And so let's say, look, I've, I've gone through the song and dance for a while, so please, please play with me. And let's say hypothetically it was Strelitzia. 
So if it was Strelitzia, who's the person she's waiting for? Well, it's Lorium, a.k.a. Marluxia. So final world, all that stuff happens before the Skyn of Severance, where Sora fights all the organization members. So let's say hypothetically it was Marluxia. When the unnamed star tells Sora the name of the person she's waiting for, she whispers it in his ear. He freaks out. The reason she tells him is because Sora says, hey, I'm going to go back to the to the realm of light. I'm going to go tell, I, I, I'll, you know, when I'm there, you know, I'll go find that person that you're waiting for and I'll tell them that you're waiting. Hypothetically speaking, if it is Marluxia, in the Skyne of Severance, Sora fights Marluxia, defeats Marluxia, and has a chance to talk to Marluxia. So if it was Marluxia and this was Strelitzia, why did Sora say nothing, even though he had such a strong reaction to hearing his name? So that's just that's that's just me putting it out there in the court of law, just putting that out there. Let me just also put out there that if Sora heard the name Yozora whispered in his ear instead, if he heard the name Yozora, what would his reaction be? He would freak out. Wait, that game character? How the hell am I supposed to meet that guy? That's where I'm at. That's where my tinfoil hat is. And you have a lot of them, too. Hashtag just saying. Hashtag, hashtag just saying. So, (laughs) I've, I've stated this theory so many times, but I promise you, promise you one day, one day, we're going to all see, one day it's all going to come out, come, come up Millhouse, and they'll see, they'll see I was right. Anyway, it's all going to come up Bran House. Okay, so, uh, I think that covers, uh, most of the big things. I would guess, I guess apart from that, Emily, you know, uh, you know, the, the, the people on the show, they, 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 they know, uh, you know, me and Churro, I guess apart from that, I want to just ask like one other question just to get to know you yes. a little bit better, you know, apart from kingdom hearts, what would you say your main hobbies are? Hmm. Well, I sing, <laughs> I do some plays. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's my thing. Ooh. So theater, yes. singing, musicals, yes. musicals. Nice. Awesome. So let me just say, I personally love musicals, but I would say by your standard, uh, probably not in the same way. When I say I like musicals, that means I like Disney and I like La La Land. And yeah. that's, <laughs> so I, I, I'm hashtag a ba- basic yeah. over here. I'm not as dedicated so, but, as other you know, people, I, I, but I, I do I, like musicals and I, I perform every now and then. Yeesh. Wow. So that's fantastic. That, yeah. Hey, that's that's kind of like me, and uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I'm 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 big into art, but I'm also uh, one to love to go to karaoke out here, and uh, it usually involves me just singing a lot of Disney. And uh, yeah, Brandon, so yeah. We, we we definitely need videos of you at karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> I've I, I've really thought about doing it because they they actually have a lot of a lot of Kingdom Hearts music. I will just say uh, both. Chikai and Face My Fears are in Japanese karaoke already. So, if you ever go to Japan and you want to sing Face My Fears or uh, Chikai slash Don't Think Twice, you can do that. 
It's already there. They do have Simple and Clean in English, but that's the only uh, theme song they have in English. All the other ones are in Japanese. So if you want to sing in English, you'll have, you'll just have to bring your own lyrics, I guess, or just use your phone, which I do all the time, by the way. So, yeah, I think that covers our Let's Meet Emily segment. Let's move on into our E3 speculation. Let's speculate about Ooh. E3. So the way we're going to handle this is I got a bunch of questions prepared that I'll be asking, and I want to see what uh, you guys think about it. So first most important question is, will there be Kingdom Hearts stuff at E3? I'll get get your your answer, Emily, first. Will there be Kingdom Hearts stuff at E3? Yes. Churro, what do you think? Will there be Kingdom Hearts stuff at E3? Of course. Yeah, I mean, Churro, you 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 literally have already spent money to go through go to one of them. You're going to the concert, so there will literally be stuff at E3. We already know that. If there isn't, then like that'll probably be the most disappointing thing ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, there there most definitely will be at least something at E3. All right, so now we really hope there's something at E3. Just yeah, for just Churro. for Churro, at least, just for his sake, he's going. So, yes. Uh, well, it's it's always it always always happens. So yeah. I'm not too worried. So I guess the the next bit of, you know, uh, or the next question I want to ask you guys is, do you think that we're going to see any more information on the Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC? And if so, what kind of information do you think we're going to see? I, I guess we can start with you, Churro. I think, I think it's going to be more of a trailer to show us. Because okay. at the concert in Japan, Namora mainly just went through like basically i saw a photo yeah. of the concert and basically it had a slide yep which just detailed everything yeah, so just bullet i think points. this time it'll just be yeah it's bullet points and i think that this time we're gonna get an actual trailer of what you know he means by this it's gonna give us a little tease of what yeah to expect yeah exactly and, and then full information will probably be more like uh press release yep. like right after or press release at e3 mm-hmm so Emily, do you think there's going to be uh, anything beyond maybe a trailer? Maybe do you think there's going to be anything live, um, any live gameplay, or anything like that? I'm not sure, but one thing I was kind of mm. thinking is that like we know Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to be a yeah. three and it's going to have a big press. Yes. So I'm thinking possibly for Kingdom Hearts three DLC. Sephiroth, Ooh. any Final Fantasy characters being added to Kingdom Hearts 3 that were very yes, very much so. I think they could do that, even if they just add like the Sephiroth like boss battle. Yeah. I think that would be good. Yeah, and I can see it. Do happening. we? Let me ask you. Yeah. Let me let me ask you, Emily, this question. Yes. What do you think? Because I've been seeing a lot of people want Sephiroth to fight. So let me ask you this: What do you think is the reason why people want Sephiroth so much? As a boss battle in Kingdom Hearts 3. I think they want the challenge and also just like the tradition. Yeah, I would say that's my main thing. Yeah. The tradition and also the fact that out of all the Final Fantasy... And it's Sephiroth. Yeah, out of all the Final Fantasy characters, the whole Cloud and Sephiroth thing, it's the one that has the most plot involved with it. And it kind of felt like, you know, that they were intending to say more with it, but they just like decided to leave it vague well, well it's it's always been a tease you yeah know? it's always even been a when tease. they added yeah when they added you know showdown of fate and final mix yeah. version you know it was just to give more than because basically 
you got to remember the original Japanese didn't have Sephiroth. Yeah, you know, didn't it came have with it. The, it was you extra. Know, the global version. And then and it was just a fight. It was just more like a one. It's, it, basically, it was almost like a one-off. Yeah. Like, here's Sephiroth, you know, surprise. And then here in Final Mix version, you know, they gave it to Japan. And they added, you know, a cutscene to go along with it. And then here you are in Kingdom Hearts 2. You know, it's like, oh, okay. Since everybody loved him the first time, you might as well put him in the actual storyline yeah. in the middle of the game this time. And now it's like Kingdom Hearts 3. It's like, nothing. No, you're not there anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like maybe Square Enix heard that people were kind of missing Final Fantasy and like with the 7 remake it makes sense for sure for sure and so like here's hoping what are you guys feeling in terms of the release date of the 7 remake because like as far as we know it's still episodic that that they it's it sounds like yeah. they I hear it's only two parts two yeah that I have heard yeah, that yeah I've been hearing rumors about that which yeah. if they do that then man like those parts are going to be some pretty substantial parts because like if man if final fantasy 7 was two parts man that'd be a pretty big chunk of the game already like i heard that you know some people were saying that if it was two parts you know without going into any final fantasy 7 spoilers even though it's ancient <laughs> without going into any final fantasy 7 spoilers i would say personally if i were to cut it into two parts i would say yeah. end of disc one you know that thing end of disc one and then the whole rest of the game would be the second disc but that's what i was what i was was hearing before the this rumor coming up was that oh maybe it'll be three parts and if that was the case then some people were saying oh maybe the first part will be midgar and then the second part Mm -hmm. would be everything after midgar up until the end of disc one and then the final disc would or the final game would be you know the whole rest of the game and the mm-hmm. reasoning behind that, I well, I, I was hearing speculation for was that you know if you just do Midgar in the first game, then you don't have to deal with developing a quote unquote open world or an overworld or whatever the exploration is going to be like once you get out of Midgar, whether that's open world or not, and they can just focus on the more linear style of game development for Midgar and develop that out as much as they need to, to make that work. And then for the second game, you know, that's a new budget. Then they can like take all the content copy paste over from the first release and then work on the open world stuff for the second release and onward. But if they're doing two releases and if they were to go all the way to the, you know, final part of disc one, you're already exploring the whole world map by then. You got you have the tiny Bronco, which is the you know terrible little plane that I, I don't, is I don't, mostly honestly, a boat. I don't honestly. I don't think it's going to go more than three. I think three is going to be like yeah, yeah the, the perfect I think number. If they go more than three, people are going. to Yeah, be I don't think they would ever yeah. go more than three. I would say three is kind of like a, a sweet spot. If they did two, I'd be like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm just saying like if they do do that, man, that's that's a lot of game to to be developing like that's a lot you know that's that would be yeah. impressive no question about that if they could do it but um yeah i can't wait to see so in terms of release date timing uh what are you guys feeling for the first part like uh, i'll just say like as far as we know this project got rebooted back in 2017 so as of right now they're about two years in on the rebooted version of this project so 
do you think three years is enough to remake Final Fantasy VII using a little bit of copy paste from whatever Cyber Connect Two make, but like most, well, mostly just rebooting from two I years? Think, like I think Nomura said something along the lines of like we have the full plan ahead yeah. of like how we're going to like market this thing. So I'm thinking it's coming, maybe not as soon as some people mm-hmm. would like, but they know when it's coming yeah. out. I I'm thinking it's probably going to be early to mid 2020. Okay, that's fair. That's I, my guess. Cuz um give or take a delay. Cuz of course Nomura Nomura's been planning yeah. and planning this while still working on Kingdom Hearts 3. So it's not like he's sitting around, you know, just working Kingdom Hearts 3, you know, they plus Nomura learned and his team learned a lot about Unreal. Yes. So basically he knows the ins and outs of it. Yeah. So basically he's in full, you know, development mode, full plan out mode. And like Emily said, I think it's going to be early to mid 2020 because Kingdom Hearts. This is still you know the year Kingdom Hearts three. So I don't think mm-hmm. tomorrow is going to really want to put out seven remake. Not so necessary. To, you know, kind of. You know, to because they still have the released Kingdom Hearts three DLC. So I'm guessing he wants to get that out first yeah. before he puts seven remake out. Yeah. There's also mm-hmm. like uh, to tide them over a little bit. You know, there's that Avengers project that you know we don't know how far along Avengers is, but I kind of have a feeling like Avengers might come sooner rather than later. So that yeah, that could tide them over. If if you've been looking at these Square Enix tweets mm-hmm. about their live conference, you can actually see like you know how they use like picture frames. Yes. And then if you notice on the yeah. left and right, you'll see different colors, mm-hmm. and the colors change. Those colors almost look almost look like look like infinity stones okay that's what some people were were alluding it to interesting interesting yeah so i mean if we think about it like financially speaking you know uh like you said churro this is kind of like the year of uh, of kingdom hearts 3 so well actually no uh last I, i mean going based off the fiscal years uh the fiscal year just started in april so Kingdom Hearts 3 technically isn't a part of this fiscal year. It would have made last year successful. So this fiscal year they probably do need something big, but if it is Avengers, if they have if they have a big game releasing with, you know, the Avengers game, then they're fine. They don't they don't need 7 in this fiscal year. So I would say if Avengers does release in this fiscal year, maybe end of the year, you know, so to, you know, hypothetically speaking, then, you know, starting 2020 you know, from April, that's when, you know, seven could potentially come out. I'm also kind of thinking perhaps they might be trying to time it to release around the same time as the next gen consoles, because there is no way in hell they are starting a multiple game thing and not have it also be releasing on next gen. I'm kind of feeling like I I think Seven Remake will be that first next gen game. Yeah, like I kind of feel like it's almost like Breath of the Wild was on the Switch, where they'll have they'll have the 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 last gen version releasing as well, but they'll probably also have like a simultaneous release on PS5. Which let me ask you this: Uh, Do you think do you think Seven Remake will be a launch title for PS5? I personally think so. I think Sony is hoping for that because if they if they Uh, have that. Even though it's multi-platform, it will be you know very much like how uh, Breath of the Wild was. It'll be a system seller, no question. 
Yeah, also, I'm thinking that right now. I'm like, I think I would buy a PlayStation. Because like, who the, who also, the hell play Seven remake? Even though exactly, I have a PS4. even if you have a PS4, who the hell is waiting all this time to play Seven on an inferior console? We're not waiting yeah. that long. You for remember this. a lot of people. Remember a lot of people bought PS3s Especially for Kingdom Hearts Three. Yeah. later. I know remember a lot of people. I know a lot of people will, but yeah. Like, can you can you imagine like playing Seven Remake? The oldest platform that it could be on would be the base PS4. Well, I mean, it'll, it'll Wait, just be like exactly like Grand Theft Auto Five, like like we discussed yep. last time. Yep. You know, GTA. it's like you know GTA Five releases on the PS3, and then they you know and then it gets put on the PS4. Same with The Last yeah. of Us, and then you know going off with Sony, love... going off with what Sony has been doing, yeah. like. Um, Besides the official PlayStation Twitter account, yeah. the actual Sony Twit, the Sony account is actually tweeting out Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is like really rare of them yeah. to actually acknowledge. They're the really game. hyping it up, and yeah, if if I was Sony, like I would w- make sure to do my best to like this game is very close to release, but it's all or this game is in development and could be. Like release timing wise, it looks like it's very close, neck and neck with what Sony's plans are for the the PS5's release. So it's like when you have such a big title, why the hell would you keep it just launching on the the on the on the base platform on the older platform? You wouldn't do that. Like they yeah. they, ha- they had I that problem once. Like that. They had that problem once with the uh, with the PS4. Uh, the Last of Us released in 2012, and it was this massive, successful game on the PS3 right at the end, and it took them a little bit to get the PS4 version of The Last of Us out, and I think it might have been better if they had it like day and date, because usually mm-hmm. something that Sony struggles with is launch titles. They do not; they almost never have great launch titles on their platforms. Like the like PS4. I think the best thing they had was like Killzone Shadowfall. Who remembers that? Nobody does. That's who. Nobody plays Killzone Shadowfall. But you know, if you talk about the Nintendo Switch, Breath of the Wild is not just one of the best Nintendo Switch games. It is one of the best games of all time, and will re- and will remain forever on the top Nintendo Switch games throughout its entire life cycle. It will never not be on a top like best game list on that on that system. So, I think, you know, this could be a rare opportunity, you know, for Sony to have a game like that. And on top of that, Sony is backing this game. That's why it's exclusive on PlayStation or they've been saying it's exclusive on PlayStation 4. Sony's funding it a little bit. You know, they're they're putting their money into it. So, I'm thinking this game and Death Stranding. That's going to be their one-two punch. Yep. And The Last of Us 2? Maybe. Well, Last of Us 2, yeah, Ish. it depends on when, when they decide to release it, but I would say regardless, any other big titles, they're all going to PS5. <laughs> you don't have to worry yep. about that. That said, Do you think though, Avengers is going to go to like, PS5 as well? I think so. I think it's going to get a PS5 yeah. version. It may release after. like the, It may be like a, an enhanced edition later. The only thing, though, is that in that Wired article that we heard about what the PS5 is supposed to have, they said that it is going to be back compat with PS4. So it's the only thing that makes me a little bit hesitant on the idea of like quote unquote HD versions, even though they're already HD, but enhanced versions, you know, we'll have to see how it goes in the future. But I think regardless, 
7 remake, they are going to put as much effort behind that to make sure that that launches day and day on PS5 and it will somehow, you know, whether it's like PS4 Pro style upgrades or not, it will be best on PS5, no question about that. They will ensure that because mm-hmm. they want to sell that that console. And, you know, what what game could do it other than, you know, 7? Maybe Death Stranding, but apart from that, I don't think anything else has that 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 you know that poll well anyway speaking on that do you think that whenever seven remake releases do you think that there will be you know if they do have sephiroth as dlc do you think they're going to put that as a part of the kingdom hearts 3 remind release or you think they're going to save it for maybe closer to seven remakes release and then release that as like free dlc to sort of hype up seven remake. I feel like it might be free DLC if they decide to do mm-hmm. it. Uh, I mean, it's not, I'm yeah. thinking of like how they kind of did like Sora and world of final fantasy. Type yeah. Thing. That's kind of how I'm thinking of it. I guess it depends on how big they it's make like a it. promo thing. If it like, if it has yeah. a ton of cutscenes and stuff like that. I don't know if that would be free, but if it's yeah. Churro, what do you, f- if they do add Sephiroth, do you think they're going to make it just a fight, or do you think it's going to be a bigger thing than than that? Maybe more like King. Do you think it's going to be more Kingdom Hearts one style or more Kingdom Hearts two style? Very much Kingdom Hearts two style. It's going to be like cutscene talking and then fight and then cutscene and then they disappear one more again. So, do you think if we do get to see Sephiroth again, does that does that also mean Cloud's got to be a thing too? I would think so. Do we ha- are we going to get to because fight Cloud? They- can we fight Cloud too? Please. If they do, if they do like a Coliseum type stuff, I but so. I don't think we'll do like an actual unless they they do some like uh, Final Fantasy VII style trickery by having Sephiroth, you know, during their last, you know, when they disappear together, they they have like Sephiroth manipulate Cloud, yeah, in a way. That'd be cool. Ooh. That actually would be really yeah, good. and that would also tie into like you said, Final Fantasy VII because. You know, during the early parts of the game, that's one of the big, you know, elements is, you know, mm-hmm. Cloud's visions of Sephiroth. And they even showed it in the most recent trailer. So that would be interesting. Yeah, for sure. Look, at the end of the yeah, day, but, uh, this, the last thing. At the same time, yeah. I just don't want you guys to get your hopes I know, up too high. I know. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, true, true, true. I will, I will just say I like the last quote unquote installment of this particular quote-unquote saga that we've gotten was in birth by sleep the whole deal with zach and zach sort of being taken away mm-hmm. and in the end credits he was sort of like taken away and then also there was a black feather that like floated away hmm. so yeah. there's definitely a tie there and that's you know Hot twist it's a genesis battle <laughs> oh no i hope not <laughs> but you know in in kingdom hearts one that's kind of like cloud's main thing is like he's going there to find his friend and back in the day we all used to think it was vincent because cloud was wearing like vincent clothes but it's more clear now these days that it was most likely referring to zach you know finding zach and stuff like that so you know there there's still story to be told when it comes to zach and cloud and i'm very curious to see what direction they take it and not getting into any seven spoilers, but you know, we all know what 
becomes of Zack. I just wonder, you know, how that's going to be addressed in in Kingdom Hearts. Like what 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 happened to Zack in Kingdom Hearts, and yeah. what can we as- expect from that, and where are they going to take it? So I'm very interested in finding out, and I think it is inexcusable if they don't readdress that at some point. So, uh, yeah, I guess moving on from there, kind of a large question is, what do you think the Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC on the whole will be about? What do you think the the main point of it will be about? I mean, uh, you know, uh, going back a little bit, you know, Kingdom Hearts 1's main DLC, its main additions, apart from like bonus content, uh, you know, we got the Xemnas fight, you know, introducing you know, little brief concepts that would be addressed in Kingdom Hearts 2. For example, uh, we learned about, quote-unquote, at the time they called them shells, but nobodies. You know, nobodies. They, they did mention, they did use the word nobody once in um, in Deep Dive. Um, it's not exactly in the same way that we understand it now, but they, they did use the word nobody. And... You know, we got to fight Xemnas and then we got deep dive. So it was kind of introducing the organization. And in Birth by Sleep, uh, a lot of that extra story content was all about Xemnas and his past identity, a.k.a. the fact that he was Terra. But it was very vague, so you would never have been able to pick that up. And on top of that, you know, finding Aqua's armor, you know, under the castle and... Uh, Zigbar kind of hinting at the fact that he knows about the past Keyblade Masters and, you know, and then finally all culminating in, you know, not just the, not only the lingering well boss fight, but also the final secret ending, you know, the birth by sleep secret ending, you know, that whole fight there. So all of that content was sort of the main point of Kingdom Hearts 2 final mix. So for Kingdom Hearts 3, remind what do you think the uh, the main point of it is? Well, I guess we'll start with you, Emily. What do you think? I'm honestly not sure. Considering it's called like, R- Remind, maybe that's a hint? I don't know. Yeah, I'm really not sure. But I am one thing I am curious about mm. is, like, what happened to Demix? That's a good question. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but we don't know what happened to him. We don't know. I don't he just, think he got recompleted like everyone else. He just left. He just, yeah. He's just gone. Like... I'm just thinking, and I'm like, maybe he, maybe, no maybe, maybe maybe he, maybe he slipped and bumped his head, and then woke up as a human. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess I died. Maybe. But yeah, yeah, we yeah. don't know what happened to Demix. Perhaps that was on purpose. Perhaps. And then I, th- I want to know more about the girl mm-hmm. that like Axel and Syx talk about. Yep, that's a yeah I think subject there might X. Be more of that, might but... be more of that. I don't think we're going to figure out who she is. I would say that's definitely a good line of thought because when it comes to what this is called, it's called Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind. And kind of like the whole big thing we knew about her in the secret reports was the fact that she had lost her memories. So I think there's definitely going to be a, I hate to say it, chain of memories. (laughs) kind of thing going on here which i think adds up because when you think about it what was one of the last things that happened in the actual ending ending well they woke up nomine hmm that's a memory person that's interesting that could have some 
you know, relation to the concept of reminding something, somebody of something, because that's kind of like her power was reminding Sora of his memories. And hmm, isn't that interesting? And uh, hmm, you know, a, a certain somebody we don't know who she was, but she uh, appeared in another world and uh, woke up and didn't have her memories and was in Radiant Garden and got experimented on and. You know, as far as we know, maybe Ava at some point, you know, creating the dandelions crossed world lines and uh, sent the dandelions on their way to save them from a bad fate. And, you know, then Ava shows up or maybe Ava, maybe Ava shows up in Reading Garden. Oops, she's lost her memories. And uh, where I'm going with this, Emily, is I kind of was leading you a little bit when I was asking you, what do you think? Sora's first words are going to be when he shows up in that world and you said where am I but I kind of think he's going to ask who am I oh no don't tell me they're going to chain a memory to us again no not again Namora you wouldn't do that would you you wouldn't no no way he, he would I don't know I think Namora might he might but that's kind of what I'm feeling is that specifically the way Sora shows up there, face first on the ground, man, that really feels like how Xehanort was when he was like lying flat on the ground in Radiant Garden, and he was just oh found boy. there with no memories. I'm not ready for that again. Not again. Neither am I. Especially because, like, so here's the thing. Kingdom Hearts 3's ending was a letdown. On purpose. On purpose. That's, like, that's the direction... I, I don't mean let down as necessarily a disappointment, but it is, it is a sad turn of events, a sad turn yeah. of events. And then this secret ending, it's kind of like not necessarily sad. Like if I had to describe it, if sad was down and happy was up, this was lateral. This was left and right movement, not necessarily up and down. You know, this is not necessarily hap- yeah. happy or sad. This is just different. He went somewhere yes, else. Yes, I get what you mean. But... If he were to then get up and say, who am I? Or if he was to get up, let's say, hypothetically speaking, he gets up, Yakuza style, he goes to the konbini, he goes to the convenience store, and, and he asks the question, he asks, like, where am I? What, what's going on? And the convenience store is like, oh, uh, maybe I can help you. Like, who are you? I don't know. Ah! If he says that, that would be... That would be a downward movement. That would be a movement into sadness. That is a sad turn of events. That would be a negative turn of events. I personally would not necessarily be happy about that. Not to say that a negative turn of events would be a bad thing. It's that specifically that this particular negative turn of events has already been done. And not only has it been done, it was done between two numbered titles before. And that's what this would be. Not happy. Not happy. I know. It's all in my head. It's all in my head so far. But there's just too much. There's just too much that I'm seeing here. And the fact that this thing is called Remind, it gives me... It gives me goosebumps. Goose pimples. By the way, if you wanted to say uh, goosebumps in Japanese, it is... (laughs) Torihara. Tori Hada. So Hada is skin and Tori is chicken or bird. So literally bir- bird skin. Tori, Tori Hada. Tori Hada. It gives me Tori Hada. Thank you for that. 
Torihada ga deru. It means like, uh, my, my chicken skin is coming out. <laughs> my chicken skin is coming out, Nomura! Stop giving me chicken skin! Unless it's KFC! By the way, guys, I had an idea for a business. I wanted to run this by you. I know I should have asked you before. Oh boy. So what about... You'll get used to this. This is an, off, <laughs> this is an offshoot of KFC. So let's say instead of... Th- so this is... Uh, let's pitch this idea to KFC one day. So KFC is going to have an offshoot restaurant. And the offshoot restaurant is going to be called Just the Skin. And it's, it's exactly what you think. It's Just the Skin. It's like various meals that you can buy that's just chicken skin but 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 and and here's here's the twist we're gonna launch a different restaurant it's a healthy restaurant a healthy chicken restaurant no skin and and it's gonna so 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 the name of that restaurant is gonna be called no skin in the game it's like a it's like a play on words and then the the other one is just like uh skinny i don't care <laughs> just skins i don't know <laughs> working working title but the other one is no uh no, no skin in the game cuz cuz they're they're trying to lose weight so there's going to be a healthy restaurant where it's just chicken and then an unhealthy restaurant where it's just chicken skin and grease and it's like it's the same it's the same operating cost as one kfc restaurant but double the the you know double the 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 restaurants That, that that was my idea nobody take that especially kfc but you you can have a KFC only if you buy it from me. Thank you. Okay, moving on. Uh, question five. What kind of optional bosses do you think there will be? So we already talked about the possibility of Sephiroth. Are there any other optional bosses that we're looking forward to in this DLC? I, I'll start with you, Churro. Is there any optional boss that you particularly especially want to fight? I want just, just Zora and his... Uh... Two partners. Oh yeah, that would be. Oh, oh, oh. that's a good that, one. That's a good twist because I was thinking Yozora, but I was not thinking also his two partners. That would be interesting. I don't think we've had ha- Churro. Have we had a secret boss where it's multiple combatants at once? I don't think so. I yeah, I don't think so. So that would be a first. I, you know what, Churro? That has to happen. If that doesn't happen, I'll be disappointed. As I mean, I mean they you, did you, do all knowing- those fights. I mean, knowing Nomura, it's going to probably just be Yazara, but it would be an interest If you are going to bring that Yazara character, yeah. you might as well bring the whole yeah. thing with it. I guess the only reason why I could think of that maybe it wouldn't be is, let's say hypothetically, after what happened in the Yozora Toy Story video, let's say, you know, hypothetically, maybe he lost his friends and maybe he's alone and that's why he's so emo on top of the Tokyo Metropolitan Government Building, a.k.a. not the Citadel from Insomnia from versus 13 slash 15 it's the tokyo metropolitan government building but yeah uh that that that's kind of what i was thinking is that maybe he lost his friends but i'm i'm more interested in the idea you had sure i would much rather fight multiple people because i think that'd be interesting probably be very hard but it would be interesting i mean you got you got everything you need there for you know like you got like a big giant wide open yeah battle you know, you go, and then in a lot of Thor's moves requires a lot of 
space. Yeah. It's like going to be pretty awesome to really have that. You know, it's doable yeah. this time. All right. I had this idea, Churro, brain flash. What if the fight with Yozora starts off with him opening the doors of the, the government building? He walks out. He looks around and he walks down and then like swords start appearing around him. Oh my god! <laughs> just like Noctis. Just, if that happens, I'm turning off my console. Straight copy paste. Oh man, I just I just want somehow like it, whatever this does. I hope he uses this as an opportunity to make the opening to Final Fantasy 15 he always wanted because the opening to Final Fantasy 15 does not exist. The opening of Final Fantasy 15 does not exist. They literally cut the opening made it a movie and then instead what they call an opening is literally just part of the ending the the literally part part of the final boss fights that they copied and pasted onto the beginning of the game that's not an opening you don't get to copy and paste part of your ending and call that an opening that's not an opening you cut out your opening Oh, that's Tabata for makes you. Makes me so mad. Makes me so mad. That's that's the oh, look. I I I still enjoy fifteen to some extent, and I've been touching it a little bit recently, and it's been fine. But that part of it, I'm sorry. That's going to take a lot more for me to forgive that because for me, the opening of the game is like the most important thing. You know, that's that's what gets me in. And the only reason I was in and was able to move past that anyway is because I've spent over 10 years knowing what the opening was and being fine not seeing it in the game, but only because I didn't. But if I was to show somebody new that has no context, how would they take that? That'd be terrible. Who the hell are these people? What is that city? Why is that city walled off? They don't. Doesn't explain anything. Okay, before we get on 15 tangents. All right, so moving on from there, I guess the last most important question is, do you think the final, uh, you know, the the DLC is going to have another secret ending? And I guess this is kind of a yes yes or no question. Churro, yes or no? Yes. Emily, yes or no? Yes. So I'm going to agree with you. Uh, Just going based off of the, uh, you know, the list of uh you know of dlc there's literally a thing in there called the secret episode so i'm thinking kind of uh in line with uh birth by sleeps secret episode where there'll be like a playable part and then you know they said there's a difficult boss maybe that difficult boss is yozora or whatever and then once you've completed that maybe you get your secret ending after that and that'll be the big thing and uh i don't know if they will but I would love mm-hmm. to see who the master of masters is or have like more hints about it. That would be big. I, w- I would like that. See, that's, that's a, that's a secret boss. We didn't think about is what if it's actually, instead of You're Yozora, right. the master of masters, Damn. just to test, you know, test Sora and Riku maybe. And what if, what if master of masters, what if, what if the secret boss is not just fought with Sora, but there's another boss for Riku. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. It could be two. Maybe yeah. Maybe one is Yozora, one is Master of Masters. Because it does look very Dream Drop distance. If that's the case, then Riku fights Yozora, Sora fights the Master of Masters, and this is how it's going to happen. Af- after, after Riku beats Yozora and they have their little squabble, 
Sora fi- Sora's gonna fight the Master Masters. Master Masters walks up, claps, like, oh, good job. Welcome to the new world line or whatever. And then he's like, all right, I guess we're gonna fight. And then he pulls out his sitar and says, dance, water, <laughs> dance! No, there were so many, like, people <laughs> speculating that it was Demix. And, like, I, know. I think it'd be... It would be something. I mean, we still, like, like I, you said, we don't know where hate, he is. I actually, <laughs> I would hate that idea because they've already done it once with, they they would have, they, they've already done it once with Sigmar's Lushu, so why would yeah. they do it again? I don't think that'll happen. Why, why would wouldn't be, they do it again? It would be something. I'm, I'm still on the train of, there, this is, this is going to be Chain of Memories. We don't know what happened to Dennis. This is going to be Chain of Memories plus Dream Drop Distance. And yes, they're going to go back to their old ways. And yes, they're going to reuse that plot point. I'm just saying, there is a reason why we're not seeing his face. And I think the reason we're not seeing his face is if they showed it, we know who it is. That is my guess. And I think also some of those foretellers we might see their face and recognize some of those faces. Oh, boy. And I think that is the reason why they're not showing that face. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that's true. I'm just putting it out there. Oh, Namora. These are possibilities. So I think that pretty much wraps up our E3 speculation. I guess in summary, you know, is there going to be Kingdom Hearts stuff? Of course. Um, I guess, you know, like... Uh, one last thing that I wonder about is, do you guys think that apart from the DLC, do you think we're going to see anything beyond? Do you think we're going to see anything like related to like a, a future title? Uh, For what? Like future title of, of Kingdom like, Hearts. On what... So, you know, at E3. Like on its own or something like in a trailer from DLC? Yeah. What aspect? Um, so I'm thinking on its own. So hypothetically speaking, do you think, you know, like, like kind of like how with Persona Five at the concert, how they announced not just P Four the Royal. Like hypothetically speaking, if P Four the Royal, if that was P5. the DLC, even though I know it's not DLC, if that's the DLC, are they going to announce like a side game, like a, a scramble? You know, PF, there's also P Five Scramble. Like, if are they going to announce the next quote unquote chain of memories in addition to Kingdom Hearts I've- Remind? I doubt it. I think that's just to be reserved for whatever the DLC lies okay. for us. I think that's also fair. I don't think we're going to get that this E3, but I think that's going to be part of what we see in the DLC. Yeah, I think you might get a bit of like Union Cross just to like fill some stuff in, but that's all I can really see. Okay. So I guess, yeah, moving on from there, let's move on to our question segment. Our first question comes from Caden Samuels, and Caden asks... Which older Disney World, not featured in Kingdom Hearts 3, do you want to see a new Kingdom Hearts adventure in? Okay, so we've already had Lilo and Stitch. Oh, yeah. But I would really like like a fully-fledged like Lilo and Stitch world. Definitely. But I don't think it'll happen because they'll probably want to use Moana mm. as that type of world. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think they'll put us in space again, but... I love Lilo and Stitch. I would love to see Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. Okay, what if? Here's an idea that I have that could make it work. Okay. So let's say the quote-unquote middle game. You know, the, the hype, You know, if Kingdom Hearts 4 is Kingdom Hearts 2, the, the chain of memories. I could see that one maybe being able to harbor a Lilo and Stitch world, whereas the Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. 4 game 
that would yeah. obviously get Moana. Another thing, mm-hmm. I guess this depends on when, like, Kingdom Hearts are... Well, this is a new a new movie that isn't out yet. Yes. But I would like to see a Frozen world done better. Yes. <laughs> with Frozen 2. Yeah, Frozen 2. To... We obviously don't know anything about Frozen 2 right now, and that's not yeah. an old Disney movie. Yeah. But I like Frozen, so I would like to see yeah. it done justice. I think, I think there's more of an opportunity with Frozen 2. Yeah. I think one of the kind of shortcomings of the frozen world in kingdom hearts three was the fact that it was very monotonous the fact very monotone because we're all all of it takes place on the pretty much all of it takes place on the mountain and how much variety could you possibly have on a snowy mountain it's like all right here's some snowy rocks Here's some snowy trees. Here's some different snowy trees. Here's some icicles. Here's some wind swept snowfields. You know, here's some snow. Here's some snow. Here's some more snow. Here's some yellow snow. You know, it's just snow at the end of the day. It's- and then and here's an ice ca- ice castle that's created by somebody who has no ice powers. Yes, here's a labyrinth. Yeah. That's definitely okay, not the seen, castle. i seen this really good video. Mm-hmm. It was Game Theory. And it was about the Frozen World. And I recommend watching it, mm-hmm. which was basically explaining, like, the reason why the story in that was so weird was because Elsa was supposed to be the villain. Yep. But then Disney was like, hmm... We can't have that. Yes. And I recommend watching it. It was really interesting. I definitely... I think it makes sense. I agree with that sentiment. Uh, it definitely feels like Elsa was intended to be the uh, the the, bo- the boss of that world, and that was, yeah. that was poo-pooed. And also, and this is confirmed, you know, this came straight from uh, Tayosue, the original boss fight was supposed to be, he says specifically, related to a castle, and that was something that they... Uh, they cut and was replaced with a wolf in which they said that they got uh, advice from Disney and they said that uh, they're, they're, were they Norway? Norway? I don't know. In Norse mythology, apparently, you know, a wolf is kind of like seen as like a, I don't know, a source of evil or. Uh, something like that. I don't know. From whatever uh, country they're originally from, I think it's Norway. And uh, yeah, that's that's sort of where they got the idea. Was Disney suggested that as an alternative to whatever the castle boss fight was? So I'm guessing perhaps the castle boss fight. Who's got a castle in <laughs> in 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 this movie? You know, the movie based on the Ice Queen queen who's got a castle in a story about an ice queen hmm i wonder who so i think yeah that 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 definitely holds water there and at least with this they don't have to worry about elsa maybe being evil or maybe not being evil because she's already uh gone through her she's she's taken her lumps she's grown as a person i would also say is very interesting that this is the only world that has two princesses of hearts where normally there's only just the one. So maybe that was also a change that had to be made. Um, yeah, I guess they bo- they're both they both princesses of hearts. Okay, great. Everybody's happy. Okay, right, Disney? Right, right, right. Okay, thank you. That's what I'm thinking happened there. So, yeah, I think that's fair. Churro, is there a, a Disney World that, that's like an, like an older 
uh, property that maybe was explored in a prior Kingdom Hearts game but didn't get explored in Kingdom Hearts 3 that you'd like to see again. I mean, for example, we had Olympus, Mount Olympus, but, um, you know, is there maybe a prior Disney movie you want to see again that wasn't in Cage 3? Um, Do you want Aladdin for the millionth time? Yeah, I'm good with Aladdin <laughs> this time. Are you sure you don't uh, want those high graphic deserts? Yeah, just deserts. <laughs> oh, now, now that you mentioned that, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, music. Yeah, God, we're because I'm, I'm trying to like roll those through my Rolodex. Yeah, in my head, I've got one. Go for it. I'll give me some time yeah. to think about it. So my one is, and it, it's it, it's it's one of my drums that I beat every now and then is Neverland, and specifically because at the end of Kingdom Hearts 1 Neverland, Sora talks about, wow, this was great, you know, the flying and the pirates, you know, I wish I could tell her about it, you know, Kyrie. And then then Peter Pan is like, well, you know, you could bring her here sometime, and you can show her how to fly yourself. And that's kind of what I want. I want Sora and Kyrie to go back to Neverland and Sora's going to have a cute little scene where she te- where he teaches Kyrie how to fly. It's going to be very cute and it's going to realize one of my childhood dreams is they're going to have a little flying date over London and it'll be very cute and they'll go to a cafe and have a little tea time. And then after that, then they go for some reason they go to uh, Agrabah and then they fly on the carpet and they do a whole new world and uh, and, and then they go to uh, then they go to uh, uh, Atlantica, but not Atlantica, but actually, I guess it's France. I guess she's French. And then they do the kiss the girl, but then they don't kiss the girl because, I don't know, the boat tips over. And then uh, and then they turn into lions, and then they... <laughs> Can you feel the love tonight? Look, I just basically want all the Disney romances. And then at the end of all of that, they finally kiss. That's my fan fiction. Hashtag don't steal. Unless you're no, wow. unless you're Nomura, then by all means steal. Then feel free. Sure, you got your Disney World. Is it is it Herbie fully yeah. loaded? Is it Herbie fully yeah. loaded featuring <laughs> Lindsay Lohan? If it's not, I don't want to hear it. Are we talking about a new? I oh, know. I'm just kidding. World I'm, I'm, or I'm previous kidding. previous pre- previous world that was in a previous Kingdom Hearts game, but wasn't in KH3 because in Kingdom Hearts three we only got Mount uh, you know Olympus. So, is there like a previous world that we had before that you want to see again? I know it's not going to be the popular pick, but I would love to see Atlantica redone. You know what? I think that's okay. We've got better swimming now. I think that's fair. We got better swimming. That's for that reason. Better swimming and better uh, combat. I would say another one that would be a good one for that. I want to see a proper version of Wonderland. Because Wonderland is such a cool movie, yeah. and the version of it in Kingdom Hearts 1 and also, well, Recoded is basically just a copy of the Kingdom Hearts 1 version of it. I would like to see a proper world that does the story of Alice in Wonderland, because that's such a cool world, or, or such a cool movie. You know, it has so what much cool visuals. Based, what if they did it based around, like, the live-action one? Because I don't remember yeah. it that well, but I think... There, yeah, there's the, there's the Tim Burton one. That's another option. I yeah. I'm personally not a huge fan of it, but you know that's another route to go. There's also Maleficent, which I watched that was pretty good, but I don't think they'd ever go to that version of Maleficent because yeah, I don't think so either. Because yeah, because the cartoon version of Maleficent is such a prominent figure 
in all of this. Yeah. So, all right. So I think that's pretty good. And uh, Emily, if you could take this last question. So this is from Nico Gonzalez. So in Dream Drop Distance, it was revealed that nobodies can grow their own heart and become individuals. However, wouldn't that mean that Axel should be different from Lee? He retains all of his abilities, memories, etc. from his time as a nobody. I know there isn't a clear answer, but I would like to hear your theories. Well, I mean, wouldn't the whole thing about the whole heart thing be... Because, I mean, you only have one personality, which is your own, you know, originally before you became a, a nobody. So, damn it, they're just regrowing back their hearts, yeah. pretty much. That's all it is. So, I guess so. in this situation, if they were to be recompleted, their memories return. Yeah. Their their heart might be new, but the memories that go into that heart, you know, if if the heart is the box and the memories are the contents of the box, you know, it's the same contents that would go back into the box. I, yeah. Not sure where they're getting those memories, how, how they're coming back, but it, that seems to be what's happening. It's it's kind of like what like Nomini mentioned with Sora's memories. Yeah. It's like, you know, even though they're 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 not gone, they're just t- locked away somewhere. Yeah. I would also say that it seems like uh Axel once he got well, once he was recompleted, it seemed like he got his memories back. And it also seemed like Pretty much all the organization members that have been recompleted, uh, they've gotten their memories back. But I guess maybe what Nico Gonzalez is going at is, you know, the people that have not not necessarily the people that are not the nobodies that were recompleted, but the nobodies that were just nobodies, but then grew their hearts back that were still nobodies. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know... In that case, so it's like Axel's heart is separate from Lee's heart. Yes, type and thing. I would say in that yeah. case, um, Axel, he, if Axel at the end of Kingdom Hearts two, for example, he did not have those memories. He did not have his memories back. He got them back after he was recompleted, after he was destroyed as a nobody and was recompleted properly as a human. That's when he got his memories back. Uh, we also see this again with Marluxia. Marluxia specifically kind of hints at. The fact that he regains his memories of, and he, he says, like, I feel like I understand, like, who I am or something like that. He says that after he's, like, you know, is being destroyed and being recompleted. He's, like, he makes reference to that. So, at that point specifically, he's getting his memories back. So, yes, I guess in that sense, if he had a heart at that point, which it seems like nobody's do grow their hearts back, um... If he has a heart in that instant, then he doesn't have those old memories. He will only get them back if he gets recompleted by being uh, defeated as a nobody. So I guess that's probably what happened there. And in that case, then Zemnus? Zemnus is an interesting case because it does seem like Zemnus remembers his time as Zehanort slash he also remembers perhaps being Terra. It's very strange because like I don't know, everything we knew about Terra becoming Terranort, like the Zehanort that we knew that was Ansem's apprentice very much was he he did not act at all 
like Ansem, or, or he did not act whatsoever as Master Xehanort. He acted as his own individual person, and he had some remnants of his heart as being Terra, because it was clear that when Xemnas... Uh, it's weird, but in Final Mix, Xemnas goes down there and goes to see Aqua's armor and says, Hello there, old friend. You know, he, he mm-hmm. refers to Aqua as his friend, so... I'm guessing those are remnant memories of him being Xehanort, and Xehanort has remnant memories of being Terra. Kingdom Hearts is so weird. Yes, Kingdom Hearts is weird. And also, it seems like the rules write themselves as they go along, because that's how, what it is. Yes. And yes. the rules will suit whatever Nomura wants to do in that particular game. So that's that's you know something that I think we all need to take heed of when t- talking about Kingdom Hearts. I would say another good uh, YouTube video. You know, since, since we're recommending YouTube videos, uh, look up uh, videos related to hard magic systems and soft magic systems. Uh, basically, in like fantasy stories, there's these. You know, every fantasy story has its own magic system, and own system of how their world works. And some are considered hard magic, and some are considered soft magic. I would say a good example of a hard magic system is uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender and uh, Legend of Korra. Those series have a very specific system. They have a very specific set of rules. It's almost like the science of their world like there are laws to this they always work and they always are a they always abide by those things uh an example of a series that doesn't have that has a more soft magic system is um jojo's bizarre adventures the stands in jojo have rules that are as simple as like a sentence that ends with an ellipses and however many ways you can interpret that sentence, that's the power that stand has. Or, you know, again, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts magic system, it's whatever you want. You know, how many times in a Kingdom Hearts series has something happened where Sora's in a jam and something, you know, oh my god, we're all gonna die! And then something starts glowing. Something starts glowing and saves the day. That is glowy plot magic. That is a soft magic system. That means that at any point, at any time, if Nomura deems it so, he can decide that somebody now has a magic power that we didn't know about. Zeta Flare! Stopsa! Nomura can decide at any moment that some character has an ability... And it can have any power he wants it to have if it suits the story. I would say Star Wars also, the Force, that is also a soft magic system. Yoda can have as much Force as he wants if he's, you know, in one, if, if, if he, in one episode he has a little bit of trouble lifting up an X-Wing, that's one thing. You know, in the next, you know, in a prior movie, maybe he can also, like, swing a Star Destroyer around. Like, it... It doesn't matter. The force is malleable. It can be whatever the hell you want because it's whatever. It's fiction. You can make it whatever you want it to be. So those are the examples. There's some good YouTube videos that sort of explain the pros and cons of both systems. By the way, 
Having a hard magic system doesn't necessarily make your work of fiction a good thing. Having a soft magic system does not make your work of fiction necessarily a bad thing. Uh, these are neutral qualities that stories can have. They can either be good or bad. So maybe they're good. Maybe they're bad. Maybe they have uh, pros and cons. Maybe they have flaws. Maybe they have good things. Who knows? So I think that pretty much wraps up our show for today. Our music comes from Robo Rob who just released a new album of uh, Kingdom Hearts EDM covers or EDM remixes. They're really awesome. I highly recommend it. Look at the Materia Collective. So it's the same guys that uh, do and handle uh, Project Estati. So definitely shout out to them. Really high quality. Today's uh, remix is a remix from the album uh, of their uh, Face My Fears. It's called Face My Fears VIP. Very high quality. Has its own original vocals. Sound awesome to me, so definitely check it out. Our next episode of Kingdom Hearts Union is scheduled for the 11th of June. Oh no! That's E3! That's E3 time. So, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to preface this. If for whatever reason, next episode sounds slapdash as hell, if it sounds... If the editing is weird, if the audio quality is bad, if we randomly have to cut in and add parts from people that are at E3, aka Churro, who's going at least one of the days, if it sounds, if that episode sounds like it's slapped together really quick and I just like literally slapped it together before I uploaded it, I'm sorry. We're doing this so we can cover the news properly. And get you the most recent stuff that we can possibly humanly have. And let me also say, if there are major news revelations that happen literally after the 11th of June that we don't get, I'm sorry. We're only human. Can't time travel yet. Sorry. But we're going to do our best to get you the best coverage of E3 that we can possibly have. It's going to be a little bit of little bit of a challenge for us but if it sounds weird i'm sorry we'll get the news as good as possible to you uh moving on from there as always if you guys like the show please subscribe to final fantasy and kingdom hearts union on the itunes store just search for kingdom hearts and we're number one yes and of course you can catch every episode at kingdomheartsunion.com or kingdom hearts union's twitter which is at cage union and remember you can support us on patreon at patreon.com slash union and send us your questions to khuquestions at gmail.com. All right, guys. It's been a wonderful show. Emily, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah it's been definitely awesome. want to have you on the next show. It was great talking to you. Thank you. So, um, so yeah, this is our, uh, our, you know, our wonderful tradition is known as goodbye time. So I will ask you all to say your goodbyes, parting messages, parting words, and all that. Thank you guys again, and um, hopefully uh, the Kingdom Hearts concert and E3 will give us something good. Hopefully. I'll be there. Hopefully I'll see you guys there, too. Thank you for having me, and I hope you all enjoy this episode. And I'm Brandon, saying goodbye. This has been a KingdomHeartsUnion.com production.
Watch me. 